Hi, this is Bill. And this is Anastas. And we are the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Today we're going to do part two of our lovely two-part Numero dos. Eastern State Penitentiary. We do use foul language. I think I forgot to mention the last episode we used foul language. So. I think you did. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, I know. So I feel bad for the poor kids. Just, we just insert it? Do it. So uh, speaking of bad language, um, <laughs> I... Again, part two. I don't want to ruin the, the continue the continuous flow of, of the episodes. Yeah, but the continuity. Continuity. That's the word. Uh, but Bill sent me this lovely. Um, you were not the only recipient. This is poem. Poem. I. I no. Song. Song. Parody. It's definitely a parody. Yeah. So I mean, Bill. So uh, two episodes ago, Bill was um, was playing around with this 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 concept of uh, fuck tales. Fuck tales. Fuck tales. Like duck tales. Yeah. Because um, you know, there's a fucking porn parody in the furry community of ducktails where they dress like ducks and yeah. they fuck we're, and we're like whatever that's your king hey that's fine then no problem but we're not here to shame not anyone people that's cool um uh yep uh i don't and speaking of hurting people i don't want to hurt any of our lovely 90s people's memories of ducktails but uh, but, like, uh, but i'm about to Bill, you need to read this can you please recite, I was really, recite your poem? I, I spent too much time at work doing that i spent more time than i should have and less time than you'd think on it <laughs> <laughs> So, I wrote... I'm just going to dramatic read it. Yeah, please do. Life is like a punicane here in Fuckburg. A punicane? Punicane. Like a curricane, but with poon. poon. Okay, perfect. Dildos, butt plugs, nipple rings. It's a fuck blur. Might solve a kistery or rewrite pistery, because some people are into that wet play stuff. <laughs> fuck tales. Woo. Every day they're out there making fuck tales. Woo. Tales of daring do. Bad end. Good fuck tales. Woo. When it seems they're headed for that final spurtin, cool seduction never fails, that's certain. The worst of messes become successes. Fuck tales, woo Every day they're out there making fuck tales, woo Tales of daring do and bad fuck tales, woo Dude, the spurtin got me. <laughs> um, I think that was the most vulgar thing we've ever read by far. <laughs> Probably. Um, but you said this to me, and... It was, like, in the morning, I was, too. I was at work in the morning, and I was like, oh, my God. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm, like, on a call, and I, <laughs> I'm like, dude. Tom's immediate response was, how long did you spend on that? <laughs> Dan Dan's response was, this is lost to me on me. I didn't watch DuckTales. <laughs> what is DuckTales? <laughs> you don't watch DuckTales? No, no, that's basically what, oh, basically yeah. what he's saying. Who else did I send that? Ernie was like, what the fuck did I just read? Jasmine said the same thing. I think I don't remember who else I said it to, but I was very proud of it. And then I tweeted it, and it got no love. And sometimes I wonder why you're single, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's for shit. Yeah, we deserve bad star reviews on, on, on the... Uh, Bullshit, the, we deserve five star reviews that on that. That's fucking amazing. You tell me that's not clever. <laughs> that's pretty clever. So, last the, week, fact, the fact that I could do butt plugs, dildos... Nipple rings and it yeah, fits. Yeah, Bob Dylan, basically. Yep. <laughs> but it fits. Can you read that in a Bob Dylan voice? Please, no, please don't. But <laughs> I refuse. Uh, ooh, the Ducktales. I. It's more like. Do you know how Bob Dylan? Oh, well, you mimic it. Okay. I was gonna say, do you even know what Bob Dylan sounds like? But <laughs> I missed it there. Uh, so, um, <coughs> or I could read it in a Bane voice. Ducktales. Ooh. <laughs> I was, really I was born, born in the fucktails. <laughs> I was born in the punicane. <laughs> I was you merely adopted the punicane. I was born in it, molded uh, by it. So it's 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 um, yeah. 
so to, to briefly tie a bow on last episode, last episode dealt with the haunted aspect of Eastern State. Yes. Um, and Bill admitted that he doesn't believe in ghosts and I don't an believe asshole. in ghosts. I don't fuck with ghosts. That's fine. I believe in assholes. Yep. I've ghosts, met them every day in my ghosts, life. Ghosts are real. Um, I'm going to ignore that last comment. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, so there's a lot more history to Eastern State. There's like real history. There's, um, I'm not going to use the word real history, but there's there's less of a... Provable history. Thank you. That's a better way to put it. Less, there's there's more provable history than less provable history, we'll say that. And a lot more influence than just a haunted house that that comes up every September and I think is now, I think it shuts up now. I don't don't know, I don't know how long it goes after Halloween. I don't know Uh, either. I think it's pretty quick because it's then Christmas season. Yeah, they, do Christmas. they don't do Christmas out there. Do no, they? but just like... Could you imagine going to Christmas Dude. for that? Holy shit. Jan and I went to Vegas like the day after Christmas, and it was awesome. Yeah, a couple years awesome. back. But when you think... Uh, two years ago, I think maybe. Either way, when you like when you think of things that like, don't really match up with a Christmas yeah, idea, if you if you do something <laughs> for Christmas, State Eastern State Penn's probably a little above Vegas, because <laughs> yeah, everyone, people, everyone people loves, live in Vegas. Everyone loves Blue Man Group and gambling, so... Uh, but anyway, God damn it. so let's we're gonna go into some more detail on the actual yeah, itself. like on the actual prison, uh, its influence on American culture, both and mm-hmm. and both like culture, culture and pop culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we probably should have done this before the other one, but you know probably, what? The timing of it is is Halloweeny, yeah. and we weren't gonna. I I love Halloween. We're gonna embrace it. Yeah, it's fine. Bill was very gracious enough to accept my Halloween proposal. And, fun, yeah. and the motion passed, and this is how we're gonna do it. So let's let's talk a little bit about the prison. So can you go into some like when it opened and and who, who made yeah. it and all that? So it was designed by John Haviland, um, and he was actually born in England, mm-hmm. um, but he came to America. He came to Philly, and he was actually one of Philadelphia's most influential architects um, mm-hmm. in the early 19th century. Yeah, the big neoclassical movement, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. He was a major figure in it, um, both in Philly and just kind of. In America, uh, right? He was he was very influential. It's a really cool looking building when you look. It's at a it. really cool. Especially building. It's like a it's, fucking castle. Yeah. Yep. But it opened October twenty fifth, eighteen twenty nine. Spooky October. <laughs> I love you, Bill. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself, and then I'll haunt you. Uh, so yeah, October twenty fifth, and um, it, it was it was it was one of the world's first, right? It's considered the world's first penitentiary. Really? Nice. Um. I was looking at the the makeup of the word penitentiary mm-hmm. and like penitence and how how it all goes right. in, and it fits very much in with like the Quaker ideal that we talked about right <laughs> the, um, last episode. We're like exposing the Quaker lie again, <laughs> over but, and over and over again. Yep. You know they were concerned uh, with these prisons that were in Philadelphia, the Quakers. This is why Eastern State got built. Right. It was a Quaker group that came forward and were like, "Hey, these prisons in Philly are." deplorable they're shit absolutely detestable Mm. they were these big just it was just basically a big one room prison right and they threw everybody in there together regardless of Mm. race gender crime and they were just disgusting you know which is really funny considering how like what i didn't realize that context but they went the complete opposite way they went the complete opposite way and and part of the reason why they wanted this was because there was just disease was rampant and the in the old prisons, the, mm-hmm. the big one-room prisons, right? People were getting killed and, and abused by both prisoners and guards. Right. A lot of the guards were really corrupt, and they would just take bribes to look the other way for stuff. They would 
were, were notorious for just beating the shit out of prisoners. Right. And and in, in terms of looking the other way, sometimes you really couldn't observe people as well because... Right, because it's just a mass of It's people. just one mass of people and it's one room and certain angles get cut off. Right. And then again, again, we're going to touch a little bit upon the design of it. But yeah, I can, I can see why it was built, but... Again, when you talk about... They, they came out with good intentions. Yeah. It's just the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, and, and it was it certainly became a, a notoriously not fun place to be, right? Right. Uh, as we discussed, obviously, in the previous one. But it, it ran on... Like we said, we went complete opposite complete way. It was opposite. solitary confinement for every single prisoner. Yeah. And um, can you talk a little bit about, about the the requirements on terms of like visiting the right. and... So this was known as the Pennsylvania system. Right. Um, because it was developed here. And the warden was required to visit each inmate. Did I say required? Yeah, you said required. You said it. You said it good. You're a good boy when it comes to saying stuff. Good boy, Bill. Thanks. I'm used to talking my no, dogs. One of your dogs. Bad. Yeah. I'm a man. I am not an animal. You know what that's from? Uh, no, that sounds super familiar. Though. What was that Elephant from? Man. Elephant Man. Nice. Yeah, you did the good, good Elephant Man voice. Thank you. Yeah, good job there. Thank you. So yeah, so the the, what was, the warden got to. Get so the, the warden had to go visit the animals. <laughs> No, he had to visit each inmate uh, once per day, and this was like legally required. Mm. And the overseers were to see them three times a day. Right. So we talked about like it was pretty much all within that one hour. Right. Like they got twenty three hours of silence, solitude, and then they had like that one hour of like visits, basically. Right. Man. And we talked a little bit in the last episode, but just to reiterate, uh, the belief was that solitary confinement would provide inmates with time to reflect on their crimes. And repent on their sins. It's pretty much like go say a bunch of Hail Marys. Yeah. And for, in, in, for like forever. Years. Yeah. And and the belief was that like reflecting on God and their sins would reform them. Right. But instead what the system on a on a on an actual basis did was it basically created paranoia, right. anxiety, insomnia, you know, a lot of panic disorder uh, panic disorders, you know, paranoia again. Aggression. <laughs> a lot of aggression, honestly. Like yeah. yeah I, well, if you if you don't want to start prison fights, maybe you shouldn't, shouldn't make everyone right. go crazy when they're locked in a hole like an animal. Right. You know, it's fucked up. They treated them like it's so crazy because like they thought they were reforming them, but they treated them worse than people would treat their dogs. Exactly. Yeah, you would never put your dog in a. I mean, if you're a good, decent person, you shouldn't put your dog in a cage. Right. For I don't know, twenty three hours out of the day right. in a dark area where where you can't have any interaction at all, you're gonna become a crazy crazy little person. You know? Yeah. Is 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 nuts, but it was there was it wasn't the only system out there in in the greater no. prison war, right? Like, no, so there was a competing system. Uh, it was in direct opposition, actually, mm-hmm. and also not great. Let's right. be clear: th- this system it was the Auburn system mm-hmm. uh, because it was developed in New York, actually at Sing Sing Prison in Austin, in New York, which uh, still which, runs, right? Does I believe Sing Sing's still, still yeah. running. It's it's one of the oldest and most famous prisons in the U.S. Right? Like, there's the I guess it's kind of like the big three. Yeah. You think about it, Eastern State, Sing Sing, and Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yeah. And Sing Sing stands above them all because it's still running, I believe. Yeah. I think so. In the Auburn system, they believe that prisoners should be forced to work together in silence. So you're still silent, but you had to work together. You got to physically get get your energy out. Right. And they believe that physical punishment was ideal and encouraged. Mm. So like... Beating the prisoners instead of psychologically yeah. uh, dealing with them is which the is, way to... Which is, I mean, that's one thing. But also, uh, we talk about the torture devices that they use right. at, 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 at Eastern State. And 
I don't know. I mean, both systems are bad. both. They both kind of do both mental and, and physical. Pain, absolutely. So I, it's just whether you're together for yeah. it or alone. Yeah, basically. I guess that's the only difference. And I don't know which one I'd prefer. I don't know. Sing Sing, I guess. I, I guess Sing Sing. I guess if I if I were to I kill a man, yeah, I killed a man, and I'd rather. I think Shawshank sing. was based on Sing Sing. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's not great, like you said, but. Uh, so they were they were only set like originally right the cells you could only get through one entrance right through a yeah. small yard. So when they were originally built, they the, the cells open out onto the small exercise yard behind each individual cell. Right. Um. And these fucking exercise yards were small. It was like, like a couple we, like five paces each way basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. So basically um, the room we're in right now. Like you, if that big honestly. Right. And like pretty much you could do like push ups and sit ups in it. Gotcha. Maybe some air squat, you know. But the only entrance was this aperture um, to the cell blocks, rather. Because uh, cool. the way they were set up was the exercise yard was in the back with that one door. Mm-hmm. And you could in and out from there. Right. And then the other aperture that they could u- use was just a small door or, or small opening. Hole, really. Hole, yeah, for food. Right. So it was like the cell block hall... It, it, it's the cell block is one big building. It's like a big corridor, I guess. Yeah, a corridor is the perfect word. And then on each side you have cell blocks, mm-hmm. and they have the aperture for the food, and then the cell, the outside wall, the exercise yard. Right. But this was impractical because like you couldn't really get in or out. Mm-hmm. So they changed them to have metal doors that were covered in these big heavy wood. Mm-hmm. And that was made to filter out kind of outside noise, so you right. really couldn't so hear. So you couldn't your, hear shit. Couldn't hear your inmates. Couldn't you know? Yeah. fellow inmates, I guess. And those opened into the cell blocks. Right. So you couldn't. Um, yeah, you couldn't reach out and. And I mean, if you were to open the door, which I don't think happened very often, not it made so. it made a lot harder to attack them if it opens in. Right. These were the doors we talked about like last time. Yeah, where, where, where they, they, they were it was hard to open, hard to, to get come in and out because they were low and yeah. made you bow, bow for penitence or. For escape yeah. uh, deterrent. Again, it's a lot harder to have a running start at someone when you have to, one, have the door open inwards, and two, have to kind of crouch right. in order to attack anyone. Really kind of smart way to do it, honestly. It's it is. fucked up. It's, it's fucked up, but it is it. smart. And again, it had the one the one window, right? The, yeah, the, eye, the of eye of God. Woof. Yeah. God, that's just so creepy. I, I'd probably spend my entire time staring at it and go crazy. Oh, I'm, I'd am i probably only stare at that window. Yeah. Jerk off, I guess. <laughs> Oh, well, if it rained, do you think it would... Is it a window or is it, is it an opening? It's an opening. It's an opening. So if it rained, it would come it in. Come then. in, yeah. That would suck. Um, damn, that would suck. Yeah, it would suck real bad. So the halls were designed to feel like a church. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of goes in with like the penitence, the reform stuff. Interesting. They don't look that way anymore, to be <laughs> clear. I don't know if they did then, if we're being completely... It was, it was uh, made to look like it. It was like, That was the overall goal, I guess. Yeah. But if you look at like a... a, a cubist painting it's made to look like a person but it's just a bunch of cubes. right so i think i think i think the purpose of that comparison is it didn't look it like didn't it look at all like <laughs> we talked about the exercise yards but we i didn't i forgot to mention that the guards would stagger the times they could go out there so even if they were like in the exercise yard they couldn't talk to other prisoners because mm-hmm. they just physically weren't close enough to right. do that right i mean I, <clears> well yeah. the cells are, are right beside each other right but so like say you have three cells in a row right the Ones at each end would go at the same time, exactly. but not the one in the middle. Exactly. And the one so in the middle would, have, would go... It'd be a lot harder to speak to the person directly next to you because right. there's no one there. So and you, and you to, can't shout over. Because if you were to shout, people would hear, and then you get the iron gag. And the, the weird porn thing. 
sexual iron gag. Yeah, just just look up iron gag online, and you might get some things you don't want. To I don't want to do Maybe that. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> you all have fun with that Google search. Turn on safe search and <laughs> Google uh, fucking incognito mode. Hey Alexa, look up iron gag. <laughs> hey there, Alexa. What's it like in Iron Gag City? You're a uh, couple feet away, but from here your tongue looks so bloody. Yes, it does. Okay. What was that from? Hey there, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. Right. Good job. I'm all full of fucking You're full of parody. mid thousands parody. Well, mm-hmm. the Chuck Chuck Tales Tales was eighty nine. It came out. Yeah. I think. But <laughs> I can't. You, you texted me and I'm at work. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I'm pretty sure that was everyone's reaction. Oh man. So I was so proud. <laughs> so um. Did they? Do they have? Uh, did they have any gardens or pets or anything like that? Or did they, they? They did actually. They were allowed to have gardens. Um, I saw things that said they had pets. I don't. By pets, I I assume I imagine that, like, it's like a, a cat, I, like a mouse, or Dude, a rat maybe, or something. That, that's how I imagine. Like a pigeon, it. a pigeon or something like that. Yes, yeah, so, probably. I mean, I, I can't I, imagine you can come in with a pet, but if you have an animal, yeah. that kind of you can feed and whatever. I I, I, st- I probably like stray cats. Yeah, because they keep down the mice and rats. Yeah, I. Especially when you have some like the hole where it was. Yeah. So if if you have rice, uh, rice. If you have <laughs> if you have mice and vermin in the in well, the if hole. If you have rice, you're gonna get those rice and mice and vermin. You're gonna have them in the other parts of the of the building as well. Right. Not exactly. Gonna be in the hole, gonna so. be, I mean, it's Philadelphia. Yeah. I love this big dumb city, but yeah, we have we have some stuff. They did have this. Was, I thought was really interesting. They did have faucets with running water. Really. And running flush, water. flush toilets and heated pipes for winter months. The toilets were flushed remotely by guards twice weekly. Oh, shit. Twice weekly? Dude. <laughs> Dude. You gotta save water, I guess, but... I, I guess, Wow. Fuck. Twice weekly. Yeah. So, basically, you, you gotta, like, make sure you don't poop. And, and, you yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing that said it had running water before the White House. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, so was that was that weren't running water from day one, or did they add that I in later? I think it was added later. Yeah, because that's 1829. Right, so that's yeah. I doubt that, but the heated pipes is pretty cool. Yeah, they yeah, would they would them. do you know water in the pipes and yeah. circulate it more water, and I don't know how well it worked all the time, but it's better than freezing. Well, like you said, there's there's a hole in the ceiling and without glass. Right. I'm assuming because if it has glass, you could probably break it and use it, it as exactly. a weapon. So, well, um, it it was very high in the ceiling. True. They were yeah. the cells are tall. Yeah. Point. I hit my head and gave myself a concussion there. You got a concussion at Eastern State. Uh huh. Really? Minor one. I uh, was, just a little one. This is the minor one. It hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> Damn, I dude. was out of it for days. I hit my head off a cell door, like those low doors. Oh, seriously, really? For real. That's hilarious. I'm not funny that you got a concussion, but that's hilarious that you hit your head on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was entering and somebody was like pushing in behind me real quick, so I, I stood up because they're thick. You know, the walls yeah, are thick. They're... And the door jams are thick too. Damn. And I smacked the shit out of my head, dude. And I was I saw stars and I was just like that doesn't feel right or good, and like got immediate headache. So you, and... you know full well the dangers of trying to rush a guard. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I do. Wow. It wouldn't fucking work. Damn. So you're like a son of a bitch. So I can only imagine the smell of that though. Like the toilets flushing oh, twice dude. a week. I can tell you <laughs> what the. If, want... if I was in there, it, two twice a week would not be enough. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Oh my god! Remotely too. That's 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 buttons aren't flushed. Yeah. Uh, it was a button. It was probably like a uh, probably a lever. Like a lever. But uh, so it Did was them all at once. 
so it was it was declared a national landmark in 1965. So it was still running as a prison. Yeah, like, you know, when so. it was declared a national block or okay. national national block national art landmark. Yeah, this is pretty neat. And it, it closed in '71. Yep. And it was actually bought by the city um, with the goals to redevelop it. Yeah, they were going to turn it into like a strip mall or luxury apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And just like all the plans started fucking fall apart. Also, with the luxury apartment complex, they were going to keep the wall outside wall up. So there's um, in Boston. There's a lot of uh, those old timey uh, and still in Philly, like those yeah. factories that are repurposed. But there's also a prison in Boston somewhere. Really? And in, in, in a suburban suburban part of it, yeah, where it's really expensive, four thousand dollar a month rent. Jesus. Places where it was a prison, and there's some of the closet. This is really fucked up. Some of the closet doors are actually the cell cell doors. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I swear to God. Yeah, you can look it up. Fuck it's, you, New England. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, they're, they're shelling out major major cash to live in a place that might be haunted. Who knows? That's just... But people totally died in those cells. Yeah! I wouldn't want to... But hey, you know, yuppies? Yuppies can do whatever the fuck they want, I guess. Because yeah, they, 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 they don't give a shit about anything, so... <sighs> Christ. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of... of Converting a, a national historic landmark to a strip mall Fuck or no. an apartment, especially converting into a luxury four thousand dollar apartment. But I'm, I'm gla- so glad it felt. I'm glad. Through. I'm glad the city. They just kept like didn't have the the, the wherewithal the to do it. They didn't have the they had the, they, the plans keep kept falling through. Uh, so it basically turned into an urban forest, right? Yeah, so like there was just all this growth that came up because nobody was fucking taking care of the place. Right. Little foxes and yeah. animals. <laughs> that was my animal sound. Yeah, not great. That was a good animal sound. Uh, so continue, Bill. like a fucking gremlin, in, well, or not gremlin, a, a <laughs> scamp in oblivion. <laughs> so in in a, in in eighty eight, uh, there was a, there was a task force that was created to petition the current. Yeah, leader, that and, was uh, Wilson Good. Yeah, and they he did good. He did he did a good job, but they they stopped. Um, they stopped any redevelopment plans, yeah. and it was, you know, opened up in 1994 officially for for public tours, yep. which is great. So they, they created the the Eastern State Penitentiary Trust, and they they it started raising funds, and they you know slowly started to stabilize it again with the the concept of making sure it didn't get improved. They were they didn't repaint anything. They didn't do that. They just stabilized it, make sure it wouldn't crumble, right. clean it up on the inside in terms of things that. Shouldn't naturally be there, you know. Right. Grass shouldn't naturally be there. Foxes shouldn't naturally be there. Keep and and to make sure it's safe for people to go through. Exactly, and uh, it's a, it's an ongoing project. They're still they're, parts they're that working are on like off. every day. They they rotate, and as you said last episode, where you know certain blocks are open, yeah. reopen, closed for innovations. Um, so it was like you mentioned, really influential on on punishment in general. Yeah, and one of the biggest influences was the actual design itself. So it was a radial floor plan. Right. So it had like a central location in the middle, more like a hub, I guess. Yeah, a hub, and then there were wings or, or blocks they called them that mm-hmm. went off that kind of like spokes of a wheel. Like spokes of a wheel, and they're really long corridors. Some yep. are longer than others. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it, it the idea was you had a way easier way of observing everyone. Right, you could just stand in the middle and in a tower, spin. right? Yeah, they had a tower, I think, right. Yeah, I think they yeah, had a tower. yeah, there's tower. I know there's towers along the outer on the wall. outside, but I think there was I, I think it was raised in the center. I, I don't think know if it's still there anymore. In the but... I think it might be down. Yeah, I'd have to. No, I think it's up there. Yeah, but it's, I, it's either way, it, it allows you to look at everything right. from bird's eye view. This model was then used for like 300 prisons, over yeah. 300 prisons worldwide, yeah. not just the U.S. So you mentioned how um, there's the big contrast between the Auburn style versus yeah, uh, you know, versus in terms of actual 
the way like implementation, the way of. people were treated. But the actual design elements that kind, that, was, that that was revolutionary. That was revolutionary, absolutely. And again, the solitary system was was a big shift. Uh, but then yeah. that kind of kind of that kind of stopped in, in the early like early 1930s. 1900s. Yeah, yeah, 1913 um, it ended. And well, I'm, the funny thing is, one of the biggest issues or causes behind it wasn't. Wasn't a feeling of oh we should be good to the people. No, it was overcrowding. <laughs> it was because they couldn't afford to. They're like ah, there's too many people. Fuck. And isn't this how it always goes? Always. Think like the right thing happens, but not because people want to do right. It just makes it's, more sense it's a, for it's a, for it's the a, money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they they ended they ended the the system and they had more towards like a, a congregation um, setup where people weren't confined for twenty three hours a day. They, they right. could actually. Mingle, have some was, fucking which caused a lot more murders and stuff but well, yeah there was that there was like some murder suicides <laughs> that happened and stuff uh but they, they they believe that the criminals when they were exposed uh you know in, in silence to the thoughts they, they would become you know be, they would become genuinely connected yeah, with god as, as you mentioned earlier and then that goes out the window when you when you can't afford it <laughs> you know? right it's like oh shit we uh, can't do this anymore so another really interesting so right before it closed a couple years before it closed they Kind of were doing a progressive thing. They yep. in, in 1969, nice. nice. Uh, the the penitentiary they ran a group therapy program where which was actually led by a prison by a, a prison officer and a therapist from the psych ward where they would have multiple groups of people and, and they would wow. they would just talk <laughs> and that's like really fucking progressive yeah, for last 69. Last nice. for a couple couple nice last couple of years and then uh, obviously the, the closed down and that yeah. ended. But that was when you look at it from the solitary. Aspect and no one can communicate at all. To let's talk about how you feel about yeah. what this, what your life's shift. journey is. Huge, huge shift in in the way it's run and it's goes shift to show on tectonic proportions. Yep, yeah, goes to show what time does to to the views of people. Yeah, but let's let's talk about some some famous people that went through because we did have a few famous people going. Yeah, through. some some famous for what they did. Well, there or, or, or notable maybe. Yeah, and some, some for what they did. Fucking to, famous to get in there. So, like, the number one is Al Capone. He was known as Al Scarface Capone, which I always forget that he was known as Scarface because everyone's just like, that's ah, fucking Capone. He had a fat face, too. He was a big bubbles dude guy. <laughs> yeah. Really fat face. Yeah. Well, pinch his cheeks. Probably get some bits. Kill you. Gets, well, get someone to kill me, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do it himself very often. <laughs> but he actually was arrested uh, for carrying a concealed deadly weapon. I think he had a gun. I think he had a pistol. Mm. I guess would, I guess a knife would count, but it might have been a knife. I, but I, I, I think it was, was a probably a gun. But this was actually his first prison sentence. Woo, number one. Woo. Take that, Alcatraz. Eat my grits. <laughs> okay. Is that, that where you expected that? No, time? I did not. Ex- I, I just expected a penis reference because that's no. somehow we got one earlier today with the, the, the Fucktales song. So, so <laughs> there was a lot of references. There's a streak here to, to to penis references. So, hooray! I guess <laughs> we, you know, sex is funny. <laughs> Body parts are funny. Yep, just dangling there, dangling. Dangly right, bits. I'm sorry. Let, let's continue with with our lovely uh, Capone story. But he spent eight months at ESP, mm-hmm. uh, and this was from 1929 into 1930. And so, like, purportedly, he had fine furniture, Oriental rugs, and a radio in his cell. Mm-hmm. Um, new research has shown that radios might not have been as uncommon as people act like they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, several prisoners wrote about listening to the radio in like their diaries and stuff mm-hmm. during this time. So, like, Capone might not have been treated. I'm sure he got some preferential well, the, treatment. The rug. Have you seen a photo of... Uh, did, did, did they you, have his did, room, like, made did up. Did you see stuff. that there? Yeah. Yep. So, like, the rug, that's... that's it looked nice. I mean, it yeah. looked pretty cool. 
Especially but, when you look at like the the decay of the wall. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but no, you're good. Uh, you see like these really yuppie again with the yuppie people uh, apartments that kind of look like where they have like the the exposed brick wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, this looks like a hipster room. You know, it, <laughs> it does. Cool yeah, it does. With a throwback furniture and then like the the radio, but but yeah, it looked pretty nice. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure he did get treated pretty well. And I'm sure he did to a degree. I'm also sure he got some shit to a degree because like. People want not to, every guard is corrupt. People want to pick up fights with uh, also that with Scarface. I'm sure the I'm sure the guards got killed afterwards though. But <laughs> Jesus, yeah, probably they did. Yeah, maybe so. He he wasn't the only famous guy there though, was he? No, I'm just we're gonna go through the list. There was also Victor Babe Andreoli, and he was convicted of killing a PA state trooper in 1937. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, right. Fucking cop killers, man. But he was sentenced to life for a first degree murder, and he actually escaped in '43. Oh, shit, really? Um, by hiding in a delivery truck that was leaving the prison. But he got caught several weeks later in a diner in Chester, and he got shot dead there. Probably by a state trooper, so fuck that guy. Oh, probably. I'm yeah. sure they were, like, fucking cop killer and killed the shit out of him. <laughs> wow. Um, so, so, but also, like, why wouldn't you go farther from than, I was gonna say, than Chester? I was going to say, I always wonder this, like, when people escape, just go to go to fucking Mexico. Go to, well, go somewhere else. Like, and, and in, like, several weeks, you had time. Yeah. I guess there's always, like, you, you think you can outsmart by being, like, well, if I stay close, they'll never in, find hide me. In hide in plain sight. sight. Yeah. But you know what happens when you hide in plain sight? You get shot. You're by, in plain sight. <laughs> you're right in front of them, yeah. I mean, at least go to Wyoming or some shit, you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, you can get lost in Wyoming for years. Because in this this is the 30s. I mean, people people weren't going to... Or, I'm sorry, he escaped. Yeah, he's yeah, in 43. The, in 43, yeah. So, people had shit to worry about. The war effort was right, going exactly. on. Right, exactly. Like, you easily could have slipped through anyone's cracks. But no, you decided to stay back in the backyard. Maybe just wasn't smart. Yeah, kill safety were probably not that fucking smart, yeah. right? Stupid asshole. But yeah, uh, so let's keep let's keep on going, right? Yeah. So the next is Morris the Rabbi Bulber. Sounds like a wrestler name. Yeah, right though. <laughs> or a rabbi name. Or a rabbi. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but he entered ESP in nineteen forty two. His was for a life sentence as a member of an arsenic murder ring in Philly. Badass. It's pretty cool. It's crazy, dude. He was known as a veteran witch doctor and compounder of charms. So he basically, like, made drugs and yes. cocaine. Yes. Yep. And he was one of, like, this cabal's leaders. It was, like, 19 people or something that nice. worked together in this group. Nice? Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. Murder cabals. Nice. I just like the word cabal. <laughs> it's a great word. I love it. I was yeah. like, I'm going to use cabal today. But there's this, there's a weird kind of angle with, with his a crowd, though, right? Yeah. So, like, he appealed to women who were willing to murder their husbands to collect insurance policies. <laughs> so, like... He, it's fucking bonkers, It's like a cult, the cult thing. Like the, yeah. the, the guy... What's Jerry it, Jones. Jer, not Jerry <laughs> Jones. Fuck, what's his Dallas name? Dallas Cowboys are a cult. <laughs> no, uh, um, jo- Jones... Jonestown... Um, God, I can't... I can't what's his first name? Oh, my God. Well, let's just move forward. I guess we'll never get it. Uh, um, uh, Jim me. Jones? Jim Jones. Jim Jones, right. Jim yeah, Jones. Jim Jones. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so like this ran for... Five years between 32 and 37, and the group was responsible for at least 30 deaths. Yeah. That's a lot of deaths. It is. So 16 men and women were convicted when it came to trial. And he was their leader, obviously, right? Yeah, he was one of the leaders. And when he was at Eastern State, he actually joined the Jewish congregation. And they they had just built this new synagogue. Mm. It's really neat inside, actually. They, oh, they is have it still it. there, the yep. ruins of it? Yep. Oh, it's not even ruins. Like, it's in pretty good repair. Really? Yeah. I, it was made, I, you know made what? Early. I think I think a Jewish society worked on keeping it nice. Gotcha. Because well, um, that, like, I mean, if you think about it, it's only seventy years old. Roughly, well, right. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So that, that makes sense. But he formed this 
really close relationship with this volunteer because they would have volunteers that come in the prison at this point. Right. This Joseph Paul. And like Paul got sick. Mm-hmm. And I guess like they're, they're, Bulber just wrote in his diaries about like and, and talked about just praying for him like crazy because he's like the man deserves to live like he's he's, he's the best thing in the mm-hmm. world and like Paul prayed for him when he was like on to be sentenced to death I think right uh, it's 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 kind of like one it's a weird relationship yeah but it's it's really interesting <laughs> you also killed thirty people well right exactly <laughs> it's like, fascinating yeah it's, it's really weird like you can do that but then also be maybe, like maybe he changed man I don't know I I don't know um just one of those weird <laughs> Did you mean to spell Paul with two L's, by the way? It, that is how it's spelled. Weird. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I looked at it, I was like, Bill can't spell for his life. But but I can. But Bill, but Bill was good. Good job, I was Bill. an English major. So there's also Leo Leo Callahan, right? There's, yeah. He, he was um, he was the, actually the only inmate to escape ESP, and he actually, he was never caught, was he? Nope, he remained at large. Yeah, he, he and, and five other accomplices used a, a, a wooden ladder. Right? They'd made a wooden ladder. Yep. And they scaled the east wall of the penitentiary. Yep. And everyone else was caught but him, right? Yeah, he That's just wild. disappeared, dude. I honestly, it's really fucking impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there, there's all these, and we'll talk about it a little later, but there's some art exhibits about escape routes. Yeah. A lot of failed escapes, but that that's pretty impressive to scale a wall on a makeshift ladder and not get caught. Just, Again, just go. Because you, you have the radio system, so it's pretty easy to see everyone. Right. And there's towers on each... You know, corner and good for him. Like, unless he did other crimes, I was gonna say good for him, but maybe yeah, him, I but hope he wasn't like too yeah, bad. Fuck that guy. But let's. Uh, I let's hope talk. he was like Andy and Shawshank. Yeah, Andy he Dufresne. De- he deserved to live. So let's talk about. The, there, there were female prisoners, right? There were female prisoners. Um, Frida Frost was the last one, hmm. and she was actually transferred to Muncie Industrial Home for Women in 1923. Okay, I bet you that shit was fucking horrible. Oh, yeah, probably rampant abuse out there. Probably yeah. horrible up there. But she was serving a 20-year sentence for murdering her husband with poison. Okay, yeah. So. Yep, yeah. <laughs> and that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she was the last one. Yeah. And, you know, you know what my favorite kind of criminals are? And I, I love them. Bank robbers? Bank robbers. Let's talk about a bank There's something robber. romantic about a bank robber. Yeah, it's just the, the high, it's, it's the, um. The high stakes. But, well, it's it's the Robin Hood aspect of it almost, except instead of Robin Hood, it's robbing people's money. Yeah, and so maybe yeah. less so Robin Hood, yeah. but they're it's cool. Like the Wild West aspect of it, I, I think they've been romanticized romantic. in popular culture a lot. Yeah, um, like also, Pretty Boy Floyd, also the Joker from the first the Dark Knight Dark Knight movie where they come in and yeah yeah. So let's talk about a, a famous one, though, right? So William Francis Slick Willie Sutton was one of the most famous bank robbers in American history, actually. Mm. Great name, Slick Willie. Yeah, Slick Willie's a good name. And he spent 11 years at ESP. In 45, Sutton and 11 other prisoners escaped from ESP in a tunnel they dug. And it was almost like 100 feet underground. Wow. Uh, that's pretty fucking feet, long. really? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So, but it ended in failure because he was caught like literally minutes later. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm free! <laughs> they I like, they like took a couple steps and just like, get on the fucking ground! Get on the fucking ground right now! Oh shit, the coppers found me. Oh dang it! <laughs> Foiled again! You got me. I'm not so slick, Willie. Swiper no swiping. <laughs> Swiper no escaping. That sucked. But he, I mean, this dude was, was the shit though. Like, he. he yeah. 50 robberies. And he escaped from three other prisons successfully. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been 30 years in jail, but, I mean, he, he almost did it again. Yeah. They're just really fucking on top of their shit there. Yeah, but um, he, he died in the 80s, right? Did he die in yeah. prison, do you know? Or 
Uh, I don't know. I yeah. just know he died in 1980. Yeah, that's that's slick. Good old slick Willie. Not you know that's you we've before. Oh no, Your penis. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 So, yep. <laughs> oh, Bill's leaving. Oh shit, we haven't done this in a while. But yeah, Bill. Bill can't handle the jokes. Bill. Bill just people died here. <laughs> All right, Bill. Okay, so so Bill's leaving. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, Eastern State as it is today. So it became a, a U.S. National Historic Landmark in 1965, and as we mentioned before, it is kept in preserved ruin. So that's the technical term for not updating anything, not restoring, but yeah, ruin like this fucking podcast. <laughs> maintaining the current state. Yeah, Bill, Bill did not like that penis joke. So, um, so in 1990, 1990- penises are for the bedroom and the bathroom, and that is okay, it. Okay, Mike Pence, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> mother. So, <laughs> so it so 1991 the Pew Charitable Trust they provided funding to stabilize the building and then again the uh, the Eastern State Penitentiary Trust they also the same goal as well so that that I think that that's trust started because of the Pew Trust mm-hmm. uh, but in any event it's it's open to the, to the public as a museum for tours seven days out of the week yep. twelve months out of the year ten to five and then yep. at nighttime and they have different events that occur. But it's it's available for people to come through. Uh, they have a self guided tour with headphones. They actually they sit at the windows and they they play. Come to my window, wow. I'll be home wow. through. They really do that. Yeah, they fucking yeah, no. Yeah, of course they do that. Don't I just you? say shit. I just make jokes that aren't very good. So speaking of jokes, uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so he he's he's the tour guide. So if you've ever done it. if you've ever done like a self guided tour with like they give you headphones and they have a and narrator you going. Just walk through. Steve Buscemi's the narrator. Yep. And he's he fucking great. He does a really great job. He does a good job of it. I've I haven't listened to it, but he's I mean he's a great actor. You know? Fantastic. He's like <laughs> perfect inflection. But fucking low, man. It's Steve Buscemi. Just, you know he's a fucking hero. He's a, he's a, he's a hero. He's a fire firefighter. Saved people in nine eleven. Yeah. Great dude. I feel like a dickhead now, but yeah. Yeah. I mean you, sir. Or a mean, meanie head. I'm a meanie head. I'm trying out not swearing insults. Really? No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> That's not true. You're my good, good boy. Thank you, Bill. Oh, Bill touched my face. So now I see. Uh, now I see what it feels like to be treated like a dog. So that was. You feel yeah. better? I felt your fans are cold. They're clammy. So anyway, in any event, um, the. The Gort, the guide itself has obviously Steve Buscemi as the main guy, but there's also a little. In- they have snippets from right. former guards and prisoners, right. um, or inmates, maybe we should say. If you've ever in- been incarcerated, yes. If you've ever been to Alcatraz, the same kind of concept, except instead of they, the generic guides, they do it. A lot of like historical buildings. That's what they like. Big historical buildings. That's mm-hmm. the thing to do now. Saves costs on having mm-hmm. guides, which is sad. That's but. what they did at Schönbrunn in Vienna. Cool. Yeah, they did it at the Beatles Museum too in yeah. in, in Liverpool. Yeah, it's a big thing now. Brilliant. Maybe that's why I can't find a fucking job in a museum. Yeah. Uh, sucks now. Huh? Fuck me, right? Yeah. Thanks, Villanova. Thanks for the master's degree. <laughs> uh, so, it attracts two hundred twenty thousand visitors a year. A lot of people go visit it. It's it's a, it's a landmark. It's, I'm telling you, landmark. it's one of the cooler museum tours I've done. Yeah. I've done a lot of museums, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's high on my list. It's a wonderful city, man. There's a lot of cool stuff here, and that, and that's that's pretty amazing that yeah. we have that here. Uh, and there's so as I mentioned, you're, it's open to the public, but uh, during during ten to five business mm-hmm. hours. But afterwards, they have events. Yeah. So they have a lot of art exhibits that have taken place over the years. Yep. Uh, some of them a mixture of uh, sculptures that depict events and paintings that depict events. Yep. And some of them are actually part of the of the building. Right. And, and then they're taken down, of course, after a certain amount of time. But they they use the building as part of the art. And my my the one I find most interesting was 
there's an exhibit done by uh, by Dayton uh, Castleman mm-hmm. called The End of the Tunnel. And it depicts escape routes that were used by prisoners in, in failed escapes. Uh, and it uses hundreds of feet of red piping. Is that still there, do you think? Or I'm trying to remember. I think it was... I feel, I feel like I would remember it. Yeah. It's, it'd be pretty distinct. Yeah. But um, and that's pretty cool. Though. I, or I, or I just might not have seen it. The, it's, true. it's enormous. It's a big place, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it shows different escape routes that people try to use. And it's apparently a pretty disorienting kind of, kind of mm. um, goal of it, but... Uh, and as we mentioned last episode, they have the the Bastille Day celebrations as you at the site. You know, yelling, yelling, th- let, let me taste tasty the cake, cake and the two thousand butterscotch uh, cream pits, which again ended this year. So it, yeah. start, it started in nineteen ninety four on Bastille Day, which is again my birthday. Hooray! And um, it's a shame to stop that. I heard they're going to start calling it. Bast- uh, no, on a stock day. No, no yep. it's what, not. What were you going to say? I was trying to do a portmanteau. No, no. But it didn't. Yeah. Well. Flow. Bastanis Day. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're not doing it anymore because it's over with. But nope. it's a shame. I wish I saw, I've never seen it. It was so fun. I I it, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I'm yes. glad I got there at least once. Yeah. And as we mentioned last episode, they a lot of paranormal activity you yeah. know happens there, and they have investigators. So apparently, according to the one of the directors there at the uh, at the at the prison uh, or the museum, museum, I guess the uh, they host about two dozen investigators every year. Uh, yeah, right. paranormal investigators and they take place in the cell blocks and they, they take some time there you know they, they set up their equipment and they always say that they find paranormal activity again Bill's a skeptic yeah, I'm a skeptic too of those of those investigators you know I don't think you can quantify that kind of stuff but the only thing I quantify is numbers yep yeah you can't yeah you can't put you, that's what I mean you can't put experiences like that in, what do you mean what I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's bullshit. But shit. again, they have the the tear behind the walls, which is uh, you know a haunted house that's run by the Eastern State Penitentiary. Again, it took place first time in 1991. Yep. And it was a, it, I was a little it, baby. Originally, it was a, it was a short. Yeah, I wasn't even born then. 93, man. I'm a little baby. Fine, I'm a I'm a little I'm a little egg. You're a little teapot, short and stout. Here is your handle. Here is your spout. I am short. When I tip you over, I pour you out. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, so it. <laughs> So originally it was it wasn't really a uh, a haunted house per se. It was more of a theatrical thing. Oh. So they would have short a series of short uh, theatrical performances that they would depict prison prison violence. Okay. You know, and they were supposed to be ghoulish, but yeah, it was it wasn't a it was uh, gruesome. It wasn't like a scare tactic type of walk. And it wasn't interactive. You it was just short. It wasn't. There wasn't people choking you and you no. said, yeah, that, yeah, yes, yeah, daddy, yes, daddy, no, yep. <laughs> So that's what I imagine people go for. Yeah, exactly. And then that's why sh- they wear the ball gags for the iron gag. <laughs> oh man! So it shifted to the current model of like the, the jump scares and, mm-hmm. and and all that interactive uh, in '95. And they yeah, play, it's pretty they successful. Play a lot of Van Halen during it. No, uh, I just I don't like the song "Jump," so I find it scary oh. when it's on. Yep. yep, it's a jump scare. So you mentioned movies, right? Really briefly, you mentioned. Yeah, I think we briefly so, said that they film stuff there. Yeah, so he's using a lot of movies. I mean, it's a great, scary, it's, creepy, it's, scary place yeah. to film in, and it's used for a lot of. Um, it used to portray a lot of like prisons that are kept in really bad repair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve Monkeys was filmed. I, I think the entire movie was filmed in Philly. I'm pretty sure. I but think so. Bruce Willis is in it. I think. Yeah. Either way, uh, great movie. But it's um, they use four scenes at at, at, uh, at Eastern State. In it, and they also filmed parts of Transformers: Revenge of the yeah, Fallen. Yeah, I did know that. Which I, I didn't realize that at all. I mean, I, I haven't. I don't think I've seen that one, but it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not but, great. You know, it, it's it's used um, as as a cool filming site, and I think it's also used to portray some 
I forget the movie it's, it's used in, but Steve Buscemi actually filmed a, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but he filmed a good parts of one of his directed movies he, at, at the, at the uh, I don't think he's, I don't think he's done a lot of movies, but uh, one of the ones he did was Space So I think he, he actually had a big connection to the place, which is why he, he did the uh, the voiceover. Which okay, neat. that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that about does it for the our two parter here. Yeah, I, I think pretty, so. Pretty cool stuff. So you, you want to give me some some good I got a good, good, good town good name. Good town name. It's not funny. All right, but it is interesting. Um, Erie, Erie, PA. Erie yeah. was next on the list. Cool. You know, I think one, we all know where yeah. Erie is. One, up on one, the one of the one of the bigger ones that we've. I don't think. Yeah, I, I think this is our biggest end. one. Yeah. But you know, Erie's up in the northwest yeah. corner. Uh, it's named after like Ireland, right? So. Right, Am I wrong? I've seen a couple different things, and I'm looking right now, hmm. and no, it's not named after Ireland. Oops, Ireland. I'm wrong. It's Native American, which oh. makes way more sense. to yeah, me, yeah. no offense. Yeah, um, because oh, yeah, Ireland is Ire. Oh yeah, I got it's not Erie. It's yeah. Ire. It's I R E. Yeah, I E R. Yeah, something like that. But um, apparently, I, I saw a thing that says it means like wildcat, so ah. it's like Lake of the Cat, Erie, Lake Erie. Lake of the Meow Meow. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Wildcats, wow! You know yeah, what else have is you, wildcats? Have you been to Erie? I've been on Lake Erie. Ooh, have I? We usually go to New York if we're going to the lakes. You know what? I don't know yeah, if I've ever been to Erie. Maybe yeah. when I was real young. Have you? No, I, 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 I want to go though. I've never been. My friend Emily went to college there, and she would talk about just the fucking lake affect snow and how brutal yeah, it was and like intense. they had to dig like tunnels basically to get yeah. around yeah yeah they, they like affect stuff no joke like, no it's, it's, it's really bad it's, wow it's intense you know what else is intense it's intense boy scouts boom boy scouts they they sleep in tents oh in oh fuck you oh man <laughs> what a what a joke i know that's a, that's intense. a dad joke and a half yeah that's something yep <laughs> Well, thank you for that one. You know bro. how you said earlier, sometimes you wonder why I'm single. Yeah, that's 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 a good dad joke. I'm, I'm the reason I'm single. I'm gonna use that from now on. Are you? Me. That's a really in, you know what else is intense? Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. I'm gonna use that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's right. just like a dumb little cute, inoffensive joke. Yeah, which is something we don't do very often. So. No, usually it's like you know what else is intense? Shitting a thousand. <laughs> Fuck Red beetles out of your asshole. Whoa! Whoa! I don't, Where did that come from? Halloween, bitch. <laughs> It's a week after Halloween at this point. Human millipede. Oh, my. oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, there's uh, the... Wow. You know, you know what I learned with today's episode? What? The real horror, and, and last week's, the real horror was inside us the whole time. The real horror comes with Quakers. Fuck. Quakers. We, we've really, like, exposed, exposed the, the Quakers. Lie. Like, never thought this is what this podcast was going to become, but I am yeah. fully behind it. So the Uncommonwealth really refers to how terrible... Terrible Quakers. Quakers is. How uncommonly cruel the Quakers could be. Uh, like you said, it's they did everything with a purpose and... They always had good, good intentions, intentions, but it just didn't you put turn it, out right. Nothing says good intentions like the iron gag. Right? So, I don't think the Quakers were doing that. Just saying. To, 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 just saying. to be clear, <laughs> when it came to the actual day-to-day administration... They didn't run it. Yeah, they didn't yeah, run yeah, it. They yeah. just started it. They had the whole concept. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying... But you're right. The iron gags because of the Quakers. <laughs> you were fixated with that gag. It's fucking terrifying. Dude. It have, is terrifying. I have nightmares I, of that shit, dude. It's creepy. I have nightmares about the bad chair. The Beatles coming out of your ass? Is that why that came out of your mind? <laughs> no, last night I had a nightmare about work. <laughs> I, that happens, yeah. 
and, and anyway, I, I think that about does it for our two-parter, right? That's, yeah. That's some good so stuff. this was our first two-parter. We're, we've discussed maybe doing some other ones, mm-hmm. uh, multi-parts, pro- like Gettysburg. We'll probably do Gettysburg be, multi-part Because you could do... Fucking a, whole, a there, I'm, day. I'm pretty sure there are whole entire podcasts. I'm sure there are. Like, like, I mean, there's there's novels, not novels. Like there are not there are, books. Well, that's one day of battle, yeah. or a section of a section of a yeah. battle. You, you ever watch Ken Burns's thing? It takes forever to. Watch. I don't have forty years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have forty eight hours to do. Uh, it's, I've seen parts of it. I have too. Uh, I will say the movie Gettysburg is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a pretty good one. I love it. But in in context of prisons, I have no, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. Well, Civil War prisons were notoriously horrible. Yeah. Andersonville. Uh, well, speaking speaking of of losing limbs and stuff, I mean, mm. but yeah, that's why I, I I almost suggested doing um, just haunted Pennsylvania overall. I think this worked out really well. Yeah. This um, is this is this is a lot of stuff behind this. I mean, we can but, probably do. A whole haunted Gettysburg one. Oh, absolutely! I think there's there's got to be more stories. Um, and then there's Penhurst and Rymer's Hollow, which was suggested by I think Mike. I think Mike Doran suggested that one. Which one? Rymer's Hollow. Rymer's Hollow. Where's that? Where's that at? It's out in New York. Wow. Oh, um, cool. But he said it's That's like a local haunted legend to look nice. into. Yeah. Um, but well, that was not on our list of things. Well, this wasn't on our list of things. Oh well, no! This this is a this is a good this is a good uh, good little break from that. Touch on, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to do a little bit of um, of deep diving in because yeah. I would have felt bad just leaving the actual history of the Eastern State Penitentiary behind because there's a lot I of stuff. I would have thrown a fit. Uh, so I'm glad I, we got I, to do this. Honestly, I think the actual history or the provable history is more interesting than the ghost stuff. The actual history, ghosts are real, Bill. But again, they're not. Yeah, but. You know, thank you for listening, everyone. Just make sure to follow us on. I would have been like, if Ghostbusters happened, I'd just been like sitting in my room, like fucking holograms. <laughs> Drink the beer. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You know, yep. spread the word. Um, oh shit, we didn't do that last episode. Oh, you know what? We didn't do that. I was hoping. You know, but, that's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, hopefully you'll go back and listen to other episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. If you listen to, to one, you'll listen to more. Uh, um, but you know, as for that, we are at. Uncommonwealth P on Twitter at Uncommonwealth Podcast on Instagram and Uncommonwealth Podcast on Facebook. You can email us uncommonwealthpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, just hit us up and spread the word. Spread the word. You know, share, like, subscribe. Uh, tell your favorite aunt about us. Your cool aunt who smokes cigarettes or rides motorcycles. Yeah, make sure they're cool with us. With all right, so listen to the, to the beginning of this episode and listen to the fucktails thing again, and look at that and say, all right, I feel comfortable showing whoever I want to this section, and then they won't judge me forever. That is, that, then, then that person is good for the podcast, dude. <laughs> I think that's gonna be our fucking ticket to stardom. Yep, that's it. I think that's the thing. I think that pushes us over the edge. That's it. Like that, the it. <laughs> like the mad chair. It's right like, over the, ma- the edge yep. into the maw of madness. It's, it's like it's our Ed Sullivan show moment. That's what that is. <laughs> this is our Heisman moment. This is our Heisman. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This has been yep. a, been a great fun podcast. I'm Anasaf. I'm Bill. This has been the Uncommon Podcast. Auf Wiedersehen.